Back out. Brunson tries again. Puts it in. Jalen Brunson lighting it up. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Gary from Hoops and Cards. We are part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network and proud of it. Also, be sure to check out HoopsandCards.com for all of our information, links to our Discord, blog articles for the upcoming NBA season. And of course, shout out and thanks to our affiliates, Market Movers. You can save 20% after a free 14-day trial. Visit MarketMoversApp.com and use the promo code NOOFFSEASON. Whatnot, get a free $15 credit on Whatnot by joining through whatnot.sportscardstrategy.com. And Graybos, shout out to Graybos, get 10% off any purchase at graybos.co by using the promo code STRATEGY2023. And now let's get down to business, the podcast of Hoops and Cards. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. Where have we been? Oh, it has been a month, has it? I am Gary, your host. Sometimes, right? No, great to be back with you. I've had a crazy month and a lot of change going on in my life, that's for sure. I think it's all good. I'm trying to remember if any of it was bad. Almost all of it was good. I got a new new job, so Hoops and Cards is not my full-time gig. Uh, So started that a couple weeks ago. We had Thanksgiving. My wife had her last uh, reconstructive surgery. So some of you know that's been a little roller coaster for us. My son started his basketball season. He's a senior in high school and uh, plays the three, the the wing, the forward. He's sort of like uh, I almost said Clay Thompson, but I don't like Clay Thompson. But Luke can really shoot the ball, um, and is the team's like usually the team's sharpshooter from three point range. But, uh, and then my daughter started club volleyball. So it's been a crazy, uh, busy few weeks for me. And I'm sorry, I've missed you. I have still, of course, been tracking with the NBA. I've even, I even kind of sold a card today on accident on eBay, a card that I forgot was even up there. A Jose Alvarado Donruss rookie autograph. 
uh, you know, we've got January coming up and a lot of good basketball card releases in the next six weeks. So, in fact, one of my favorites that I'll probably talk a little bit about, but I've always enjoyed Don Russ for uh, the rated rookies, for all the different variations. I'm a big fan of the orange um, lasers. Those are cool, but those are hard to grade. And, uh, but no, I wanted to talk because uh, I've missed you. I've missed this podcast, Hoops and Cards. We have connected with basketball card collectors and investors around the world. Thank you to those of you who have hit me up on Instagram lately, uh, at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Some of you are like, all right, I've listened to all the other episodes. Give me something new. Give me something fresh. Give me something recent. And uh, as part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network, it is a privilege anytime we get to do this. So especially after, for me this week, I didn't realize two two great things basketball card-wise were going to happen this week, and they have. I, I just didn't realize they would happen so dramatically. John Morant is back. And you guys, I, oh, a year ago, I was one of a lot of us card collectors, investors, even just content creators that were saying Ja is the man. Ja is the most exciting young star, exciting young talent, perhaps the next to take that leap. And I remember a year ago, people were starting to say, Ja looks like an MVP. Well, a few Instagram pictures of him and his buddies with weapons and guns later, and Ja has been suspended twice. He just sat out 25 games. Uh, you know, the NBA, and, and, and rightfully so, should not uh, tolerate or endorse role models, obviously, or its players or its employees really doing that. So it, se- it seems like at this point Ja has learned his lesson, but last night was his debut for this season. I had a feeling he was going to get 30. Uh, He's been playing with the Grizzlies a lot, staying in shape. I didn't realize he would get, what, 34 and hit the game winner to beat the Pelicans. And uh, those are two of my favorite young, up-and-coming, exciting teams full of talent. The Pelicans, you know, with Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Zion Williamson, Trey Murphy III, Alvarado, who I mentioned, and Herb Jones. They've got so many good young guys. Uh, Very, very happy anytime I get to see New Orleans play. But Memphis has been struggling despite the heroic efforts and big game performances of two incredible young guys that I love and have invested in, I think, significantly. Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr., Now, the Grizzlies have not been winning with those two guys running the team. And I think think it's fair to say, well, the team wasn't ever built around them. The team was built around adding young talent and drafting young talent like John Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Zaire Williams, Santi Aldama, all those guys, Jake LaRavia, David Roddy. When do you want me to stop naming names? I don't know. All I know is last year or previous years when Ja went down, the Grizzlies seemed fine and they would win games. Well, that's because they had point guards who could fill in. They had Tyus Jones. This year, the plan was we have Marcus Smart. Well, Tyus got traded. Marcus got hurt too. And Memphis has looked mediocre at best. 
this season until last night. Ja was back, the energy, the buzz, the comeback, the second half, the swagger, everything else. And Desmond and Jaron continued to produce. There was a time not that long ago when a lot of us were talking about Memphis being the next big thing in the West. Now people are saying, well, Minnesota looks great, and they do. OKC looks great, and they do. But my occasion for being back isn't just Ja Morant. It's also, uh, as a collector and investor, basketball fans, this is the time. This, this is sort of like, I think, the last window where, hey, if you follow the NBA and you're a card collector and investor, you know things like Ja's game winner. You knew he was coming back. You knew it might be a moment to list and sell or it might be a moment to say, all right, let's see what we have here. You've been holding on to Ja Morant cards. I've got a few. I wish I had more. But there's also this this last uh, two weeks, maybe a month, where people aren't thinking as much about pro basketball, where the card collecting and investing universe is still pro football dominant and still Brock Purdy and all those names of big time quarterbacks. I kind of see them as they're in the way. Like, let's get those guys out of the way so we can just focus on Anthony Edwards, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, maybe John Morant, maybe De'Aaron Fox. Last night, I, you know, I'm, I'm buzzing a little bit because I had a bunch of chocolate, but last night I stayed up past Memphis's dramatic win and I watched Golden State v. Boston. Now, sorry, Erica. Sorry, Davey. I miss you guys. I hope you're doing well. And that was that was hard to see Steph go Steph. But it was sort of a reminder of who Golden State is when they... I don't want to say when they want to be, because I'm sure they want to be like that every night. But Golden State was... Clay Thompson was hitting everything. Steph Curry was hitting everything. And these young guys that we barely know, Pajimski, I mean, Davis, something Davis, Kaminga actually played great watch him not do that for the next four games but seriously Golden State that that game was so exciting I had to stay up late and watch it so as an NBA fan you guys I want to say hello I have missed you I hope you've got some takes for me about what players you are looking at what players you've bought lately there are guys like I said in these these next two to four weeks where friends Jalen Brunson is on his way to the all-star game and maybe it's later than it should. Maybe he should have been an all-star last season. I think so. Anthony Edwards is on his way to starting an all-star game. Tyrese Halliburton might be too. And there are other players that, you know, they're just starting to come into form or we're starting to see what they can actually do again. That's where you want, you might've thought Miles Bridges, hey, he's back. But I'm thinking Anthony Simons. Bro, Anthony Simons. Portland is fun to watch again. Whether they win a lot or not, who cares? Anthony Simons is has been one of my favorite players to watch because, and in fact, if you're a listener of this show, you're probably tired of me saying it, right? I like guys that can score in bunches and bunches and bunches. I like guys that handle the ball, that run the offense, that are young. You know, I'm not real... All, as you know, as amazing as Damian Lillard still is, 
as a collector, I'm not, I'm not looking to buy Lillard cards right now. Maybe I should be. Maybe you should be like, Gary, come on, 2012 Prism, PSA 10s, PSA 9s are, are dirt cheap compared to what they were three years ago, but I guess everything is. One of the things I'm trying to get past as an investor, and maybe, <clears throat> maybe this is also part of why Gary hasn't done a podcast, has been, hey, there are times when as a card collector and investor, I deal with some discouragement that my cards aren't going up, that uh, cards of stars that are in great shape, they just aren't in demand anymore, or there's just not as much of a market for them as there was, say, a year, two years, three years ago for sure, right? Um, but that doesn't mean I still don't collect or invest. And that doesn't mean that their values won't eventually go up again. I know they will. I believe they will. I listen to guys like Chad Gill and Cage Lawyer. That can't be his real name. Cage Lawyer. Dude, bro. Dude, bro. Jeff Wilson. Now, whoever these guys that talk about, they've been in card collecting and investing for a long time. They'll tell you, look, it all comes and goes. And, uh, you know, you can't get emotionally tied to the ups and downs. I get it. I do. The The other thing that's, I think, hit me is like, when it comes to basketball cards, you guys, I have been buying the players I want and that I believe in for the last three years. You can listen to almost three years of podcasts about it. That is a fun journey. There are some players right now that if I sold the cards I have of them, I'd make some money. But I don't feel like it. I kind of want to hold on for more upside. I kind of want to hold on for more good memories with the players that I, you know, LeBron James, Tyrese Maxey. Those are the first two that come to mind for me. I've got significant amounts of Donovan Mitchell, Desmond Bain, Anthony Simons, Jaron Jackson Jr., SGA. Now there's a guy right now I wish I had bought more of. I wish I had bought more of two months ago. Let this be a cautionary tale. But uh, after this break, I got to rest my voice already. Did I tell you that for my son's basketball games, I am the home court PA announcer? That is so much fun, you guys. Uh, getting, to, getting to shout and holler when my kid or any of his friends make a, make a three or a big play. That is so much fun. Uh. But after this break, I'm going to give my voice a rest. So glad to be back with you guys. Shout out to all of our listeners. Thanks for waiting. Uh, thanks for being patient. I'm sorry that you've had to wait so long. Uh, hope you're doing well and can't wait to reconnect. But here's the deal. After this break, I want to talk to you about five guys, five players that I really like right now, that I really like, that they're in my watch list on eBay or that I'm buying in a time when I just told you I'm not real crazy about buying. But there's a window here. And I'm saying, go get him. Go get him. Go get him. Five guys after the break. Cut on these rhinos. 13 and 8 from Art. The steal by Maxi. Maxi, a dribble. And the three. What a sequence from John Reese Maxi. All right, let's do this. Five guys who are in my watch list who I'm looking at buying right now for a variety of reasons. And I want to go through those names. I want to go through those realities with you. And uh, I can roll off four of them just right off the top of my tongue. I made a list of guys that, you know, 
I could throw on this list that started with like 18 players, okay? And some of them I realized were like pretty obvious MVP candidates anyway. So this list does not include Giannis. It does not include Luka. It does not include Trey Young, who's had an amazing run of the last 15 or 20 games or so. Damian Lillard is playing out of his mind great. Like there are players we could make a case for uh, you know, adding to this list, but I, I thought, no, this should be the just in time list. Like why now, why now, buy now, you know, kind of players and, um, guys that maybe you don't realize yet how good they are or how well they're playing or the moment that is right in front of you as a, a, a player that card collector and investor might be interested in, or that I'm saying, look, the, um, the trend is about to go up if it isn't already for these players. And none of them, guys, none of them are new names that you've never heard before. Like, I I really thought long and hard before taking Jaime Jaquez off this list and Simone Fontecchio off this list. Like, I, I didn't want it to be a bunch of sleeper guys that you would have been like, oh, really? He thinks Dante Exum is making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. And Jabari Smith Jr. had a great night last night. But these these guys are not on my list. Although if I re- were to make it tomorrow, J- Jabari might be there. What I wanted to do was really just share with you players that I'm like, yeah, aw, yeah. Not like surprised, but like, aw. They, they're hitting their stride. They are in mid-season form. They are players that... I think we all or a lot of us went into the season saying, yeah, uh, this guy's ready to take the next level, to take the next jump in his career. And I I did not include De'Aaron Fox, even though I think I easily could have put De'Aaron Fox on this list. Uh, these are five guys um, that I think are, you know, if I really think about it, maybe they're car- each one of them's carrying their teams or they're, they're at least carrying their their game to the next level. And, um, I'm just going to rattle them off, not in order of, you know, fifth countdown to first, because I think you need to decide which player is first for you. If any of these, but I'll just, I'll count them down just for the sake of, you know, being able to say I did and to keep track of who's who number five would be Keegan Murray. And the only reason he's not higher is because that team, Sacramento, as great as they are and as they're going to be, they also have De'Aaron Fox. They also have DeMantis Sabonis. But Keegan Murray dropped 47 the other night, three after three after three. And he is just just scratching the surface of the kind of scorer he's going to be. So I like him a lot. People know his name. Maybe they know where he plays, but they don't realize the kind of scorer that he is. And there are players that I've talked about before that I think have a similar feel or a similar game. You could look at Michael Porter Jr. You could look at Trey Murphy, the third. You could look at Chris Middleton, guys who aren't the first number, you know, RJ Barrett, the number one op- option on their offense. Why do I like Keegan Murray? Well, first of all, he's in his second year. He, I think, is 20, maybe 21. The upside is there for him to become the second scorer on the Kings. Maybe eventually the sidekick to, um, they drafted him hoping he would be the scoring sidekick to De'Aaron Fox. So I, I like him a lot, you guys. And his autos, his rookies are relatively cheap. As people 
pretty much still chase the other guys in his rookie class, like a Cade Cunningham or like Jalen Green, who, by the way, um, sucks right now. I, I don't know what's going on, Jalen, but uh, his his game is not. I know it's his third year, but his game is just not there right now. I don't I don't get it. And maybe it's possible I'm getting my rookie classes mixed up because Murray's actually in the class with uh, Jaden Ivy. So maybe I just got my Jaden and my Jalen mixed up. But I like Keegan Murray a lot. I have a couple of his uh, rookie autos that I like, and I'm glad I got them cheap or cheap Lee because I think once, once Sacramento gets into the playoff race, once we hit the playoffs, um, he's going to be a fun player to watch. I think last year when Sacramento made their run, he was just kind of figuring things out as far as what it's like to play in this league. But as a starter or sixth man a lot, and now he is very clearly got the green light to just shoot all day. So number five is Keegan Murray. Number four, I hesitate, really hesitate to put players on a bad team or a struggling team who have been on this list before, who we know what they can do. It's just, does anybody care? And there's a number of players that maybe could fit this, this profile of, look, when this guy gets the opportunity, he can score relentlessly and make a, make a big name for himself in this league if he gets the right role. And, um, you know, I've, I've mentioned in the past, Cole Anthony, I still love Emmanuel quickly, but the guy right now is Kobe white. So Bulls fans, my guy, Aaron over there in, uh, Eastern India, Angola, Aaron in Angola. If you're still listening, what up, dude? Hey, Kobe white's on fire. And usually I wait on a player like this to see if there's a trend going There's a trend going. The last 15 games or so, Kobe White is 22-plus a game shooting hot, hotter than hot, and giving them a window now where all these Zach Levine trade rumors, I think think they need to make a move. And water is wet, and gravity is um, undefeated. So, yeah, seriously, unless in outer space. But Kobe White, guys, um, if you like to take a flyer, on guys who aren't rookie unknowns, but have been around the league a little bit. And they're, they're just, uh, let's just say they're becoming men. And, uh, if he really is going to be 20 plus a game and have that kind of role for the rest of the season, then I like Kobe white, even though I don't really like the bulls. I don't, uh, let's get to number three. Number three is a player that I was waiting to have him come back from injury that is Anthony Simons. That is a guy who can run an offense, light up the, the scoreboard. Um, he rises to the occasion against bigger opponents, bigger teams. And I'm just saying, watch him. I'm not saying you need to go buy him. I'm not saying Portland's going to be awesome. They have a they have one of those young teams full of great prospects like Shaden Sharp, Scoot Henderson. Uh, but they've also got like established talent like DeAndre Ayton and Jeremy Grant and Malcolm Brogdon. So they're an exciting team to watch. And uh, they were they were already like young and fun and frustrating <laughs> with their talent. But you put a guy who can do everything, three level scorer, give him the ball with less than a minute to go. I would just I would rather be on his side than most other players in the league for making a clutch three or a clutch drive to the basket. And uh, he knows who he is. Like again, we're not talking about. 18 year old dude just entering the league. We're talking about the guy who's been mentored for four years by Damian Lillard and Chauncey Billups. Okay. And since his return, he's averaging, I think 27 a game. 
And uh, in bigger nights or in bigger moments, he gets over 30. So love him. Um, I have some of his cards. I'm not buying any more. But if I didn't have Simon's cards, okay, truth be told, I'm looking at buying a couple extra to do that strategy where, hey, if there's a player I like short-term and long-term, then buy two of them. You know, buy two Simon's silver PSA 10 rookies. There's two Simon's autos. So I could sell one in a few months when he, well, what does he do? Does he, does he have to win the three-point contest? Does he have to make Portland a playoff team? That would help, right? Am I talking too fast for y'all? I could slow down for all my friends who are just chilling out right now. You are, you are, you know, having a cold drink, listening to the first episode of Hoops and Cards in a month, and you're like, yeah, it's still a thing. It's good to hear Gary's voice. I know three of you are saying that. <laughs> I know a lot of you are. It's great to be back with you. Who are my top two? Who are those top two players that I'm like, yeah, now is the time. And um, and even though my MVP of the league right now is probably Shea Gilgis-Alexander, he's not my list. Because I said, no, I'm not putting MVP candidates out here. I'm putting guys that I'm like, yeah, right now is the time to buy when they're a little bit underappreciated, a little bit undervalued, a little bit under... The radar, there we go, under the radar. <laughs> so let me say John Morant, and um, I think that's because by the time you hear this podcast, it might be too late to be early, but it's still good time. It's still good time. I mentioned could could Kobe White make the Bulls a better team or playoff threat? Could Anthony Simons make you know Portland a feel-good turnaround story? No and no. Portland's going to do it if they all rise together, not not just Simons. But hey, when I talk about John Morant, that guy could be the difference maker for the rest of the NBA season. Memphis was a team of guys drafted or guys fully intended to be complementary stars around Jaws' gravitational pull, around Jaws' superstar, um, what's the word, energy? His drive, his clutchness, his swagger, his 34 points. I know it's just one game, but like I had no doubt he was going to come back and show the world that he's John Morant. So I think he is. I, yeah, I think the card market will quickly forgive and fall in love with Ja, especially if he makes the all-star game. And he might make it just on name recognition alone and people wanting to see him. Not that he'd actually earned it. Having missed 25 games, I don't think he should be on the All-Star team. But he could make Memphis a very dangerous playoff foe. And let me get to number one. I could say a few players that I'm disappointed with their overall performance and what they're doing so far this season. Zion, I'm looking at you. I already mentioned the Houston Rockets. Looking at them. Joel Embiid, maybe he should be your MVP. What on earth? Is that guy going to score 40 a night? Uh, yeah, the Orlando might be the surprise team and Paolo's playing incredible basketball. But the guy who I still think a lot of us are sleeping on, who has the, the, when he has the ball in his hands, he can get 40 anytime he wants. And he's on a team that plays with attitude, plays in a lot of prime time, a lot of big games, and they're going to be a factor in the playoffs. They are incredibly fun to watch. He's got the right parts around him. My guy, number one, um, maybe he's not, you know, above Ja or above these players, but he's number one in the sense of 
it really, his cards are still not getting the love that a superstar in New York City named Jalen Brunson deserves. Jalen Brunson, there he is. And uh, guys, I can't say enough about Jalen Brunson. He was described in a podcast I heard this morning as like a, a mini Luca. And uh, he does all the things with the basketball that you would want a player to do, a scoring guard, a point guard, uh, a floor general, a middle linebacker. <laughs> like, he's incredible. Jalen Brunson is just an absolute dog. And uh, his cards, that 2018 rookie class, people, you know, I can get excited about a lot of those players. Jaron Jackson, Miles Bridges, Mikel Bridges, Anthony Simons, obviously SGA and Luca and Trey, but uh, really Jalen Brunson is is still kind of the forgotten man. And, you know, it's it's going to be very hard to leave him off the all-star team. It's going to be very hard to uh, keep him out of the spotlight when New York is shocking some people. So Brunson is, I, again, I can't say he's number one, like above everybody else, but he's still that dude that I'm like, like for real? He still seems underrated. He still seems undervalued. He's still not the name that people roll off their tongue when you're listing guys that are among the best superstar players in the league. You know, everything that I wish Trey Young had in him as far as leadership, team chemistry, uh, durability, clutch, clutch moves. Like, Trey Young, you're awesome, bro. But Jalen Brunson is, yeah, hoops and cards. I'm just going to leave you with that. And I, I only own like one Jalen Brunson card that I'm really proud of. And it's, it's in this category of cards that I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to write a little note on that card and say, here's what I paid for it last summer on eBay. Put it in a box with like 10 other cards that I don't want to see for 10 years. Because there's a guy who's in his, what, sixth, fifth or sixth year in the league. He's on a roster core with a lot of young players that fit together, that made a deep run, run in the playoffs last year that surprised nobody. Like, seriously, that surprised nobody what the Sixers did. Sorry, the Knicks, the Knicksers, <laughs> the Knicks did to the Cavaliers did not surprise this Cleveland fan at all. But what did stand out was how they did it, was that Jalen Brunson outplayed, out-hustled, out-what? Out-exploded Donovan Mitchell every game. Every game in that series. And so I'm a little bit scarred by that, a little bit jaded, I'm not saying Jalen's going to be the MVP anytime soon, but I am saying, look, man, when a, when a scoring engine like that can lead a New York team to the NBA finals this year, can he do that? Not on his own, but he can do it. He can do it. I, the Celtics might have the, the absolute Brunson stoppers in Derek White and Drew Holiday. We'll have to see. I don't think, well, Philly does have Drew, uh, Pat Bev. Who does uh, Milwaukee have? Well, they don't have anybody other than Damian Lillard. And I'm going to start using that voice again. Guys, it is great to be back with you. I missed you. I love cards. I don't know that I'll be doing two episodes a week again. But I do know we're still here. Like, we're, we're still kicking. And the NBA Christmas Day is going to be awesome. I hope you get some great Christmas gifts or celebrate with your family and friends. Even if you're not into Christmas, I hope you have an awesome week. 
and uh, we will see you soon. Don't forget to message me, uh, direct message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram or Gary at HoopsandCards.com for the emails. The emails. Got to give shout out to my bros. Paul Hickey, you're the man. Uh, grateful to partner with you and NoOffSeason.com. Thank you so much. Chad, Lefty, the whole team, you guys are awesome. Brad, Josh, Honus, Mike, all my listener friends, uh, thank you so much for your encouragement. We're still kicking. Let's do this. Let's go. Mike, I'm talking to you, Slayman. You rock. And uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Let me know what players you're in. Like, who should be in my top five that I'm forgetting? Right? I know it's no Cavaliers because everybody's injured. And everybody seems to be out with illnesses. Yeah, Detroit might actually win tonight. Have a great one, peoples. See ya. Guys, where are we? Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It means a lot that you would listen to our podcast and take some time. Love for you to follow up by checking us out at hoopsandcards.com. Remember, we are part of the nooffseason.com sports card network. Thrilled about that, and they bring us so many resources as basketball card collectors and investors, like our partnership with Market Movers. You guys can save 20% on this great resource after that free 14-day trial. Just check out marketmoversapp.com and use the promo code NOOFFSEASON. And WHATNOT, you get a free $15 credit on WHATNOT. Who, who turns down free money? I, I don't. But you join through whatnot.sportscardstrategy.com. And then, of course, Graybos. Get 10% off any purchase at graybos.co by using the promo code STRATEGY2023. Friends, thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll tune in next time as we continue overview and encouragement for you, the basketball card collector and investor here at Hoops and Cards. Have a great week. See ya. Take care now. Bye-bye then.